Each day we wake up to start the daily grind, and we try to do everything with grace, with the goals of growth. Welcome to Grind Grace and Growth every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. here on Supertalk 103.3 FM. I'm Shelly Whitehead, General Manager of Supertalk Meridian, and I want to thank our sponsors, Snowden and Company Real Estate and Brad Bearfield, Shelter Insurance. Today, we have the wonderful and amazing and talented Leslie Lee. She is the Executive Director of the Jimmy Rogers Foundation. Good morning, Leslie. How are you? Hey, good morning, Shelly. Thanks so much for having me. I am so excited about all the awesome things I'm hearing on radio and on television about the Jimmy Rogers Festival coming up. Tell me a little bit about it. We have so much going on, and I'm so excited for it. So first off, I'll give you the quick 90-second spiel. But uh, the festival is going to start May 7th, and it's actually running full eight days. And so it's over on May 15th. We have every day packed with events. You can go to our website, jimmyrogers.com, to see the full schedule and all of the details that are involved in it. Um, but it, we've got a lot, a lot of fun stuff. You ready for the rundown? I'm you ready. Want me to give it all? I do. And I know <laughs> I know, I am affiliated with the Buds and boil. And mm-hmm. that is kind of the big kickoff, right? Right, right. So, so Bud and Boylan is a crawfish festival, and it's actually being put on by one of our sponsors, our title sponsor, Mitchell Distributing, who have been so gracious on helping all of this come together. So they decided to do this, along with Community Bank, this um, this fun little crawfish boil. But it's it's become a huge thing. So we have 25 teams that are going to enter. Y'all so, already have that many teams signed up. Oh, yeah, we do. Uh-huh, 25 wow. signed up. Up and um, they're going to be cooking competition. We have our little guest star judges. Can't say who they are because, you know, they accept payment. Just joking. Well, <laughs> we have, um, you know, Lindsay Hall from uh-huh. Super Talk Meridian and from WTOK is mm-hmm. going to be the MC. Awesome. Well, we're so. excited. So, yeah, Mitchell's put this together for us. And then everybody that signs up and everybody that comes to it, they pay an admission price. They can test, you know, try out all of the crawfish. And, um, so it's it's going to be a great fun, and then Mitchell is donating all of those proceeds to the Jimmy Rogers Foundation. Awesome! So it's it's a great way to kick off the festival. But actually, kicking it off before the festival, we have our talent competition, which started back in 1953. So you know, local. We have five different divisions. Um, you can go online and um, vote for them. But that's going to be the winners of the competition are going to be there too. So all of that's happening in one day. And then, you ready? There's more. That evening, Saturday night of May 7th, we've teamed up with MCC for their Arts and Letters series, and they are presenting the play The Blue Yodeler. The Blue Yodeler is going to run Saturday night and Sunday for a matinee. And that's a really cool play. They did it. It was performed about eight years ago at MLT. And um, it gives you a look into Jimmy Rogers' life, but also his songwriting. And so the people, Britt Gully starred in it before, and Vashti Jackson. And Vashti's was kind of his muse that was in his brain, you know, talking to him. And it was really neat. Um, And it kind of gave you a more in-depth look into Jimmy's life. So that's going to be performed at MCC. Britt Gulley is still in it. Uh, Susie Johnson, though, she's going to be directing it. And she always does such a great job. So she has a lot of specials with us. So it's going to be really neat. I'm excited about it. And um, 
So that's Saturday and Sunday. And then, let's see, that'll bring us to Monday. Monday is one of my favorite nights. And I'm going to say that about every night. They're all my favorite. Okay, so just And you're going to be really tired after all of this. I know that. I am, but it's going to be super fun. And I, I urge everybody to go to every event. Just, you know, just check it out because it's going to be a lot of fun. And it's going to bring so much celebration to the city. Um, so get that VIP pass where you can go to every event we have. But Monday is Jimmy's Jam. And Jimmy's Jam, it's... first off it's a memorial tribute to rick courtney um everybody loves rick he didn't meet a stranger and um he worked so hard for about 15 years for the jimmy rogers foundation and um if you know rick the first the first thing he talked about was live music in the city what was going on and then the second thing was jimmy rogers and um so we're going to do that as a memorial tribute to him he was like i said he loved live music so what this is doing is going to be held at dumont plaza dan confey with dc guitars has really kind of put this on and spearheading it and vashti jackson who we were just talking about vashti if you've ever heard him play um he is a world-renowned blues player so jimmy's jam is going to be like karaoke for musicians does that make sense <laughs> I mean, I know Dan Confey very uh-huh. well. Great friend. Uh-huh. Um, I know that he's brought so much to the city as far as right. you know, education of music to our young people. Um, so I think that's great. Yeah. And, and so, you know, I'll be there. I'll so, be there. Yeah. And so how it'll work. Like, so if you play the guitar, you play the drums, you play the tambourine, or you're a singer, you're just going to go online. Uh, close off date is May 4th. You can go online, register, put a song that you want to do, like your top three songs, and then you'll get called up to play with Dan, Vashti, the professional set, and you can just jam out. I mean, it's it's a really cool concept, but karaoke for musicians was what I kind of well, think Well, you know, I play the saxophone. You can sign up. Well, I don't think really anyone wants to hear me really play my saxophone. because I want to see it. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's a soprano sax, no, actually. No, I want to see you play it. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to, you can sign up but for Jimmy's Jam. That would be fun. Jam. I mean, that sounds like a really amazing event. Uh-huh. Something completely different than anything I've really ever heard yeah. of. Yeah. So um, this was Dan, this is Dan's like little a creative collaboration. It's like creative collaboration. Uh-huh. I love that. And, you know, bringing diversity and new ideas to the city is mm-hmm. something that is just so important to me and you. It is. It is. So that's going to be Dumont Plaza. It's free for everyone to attend. Uh, again, Mitchell is providing the refreshments. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and then that'll bring me to Tuesday night. So, you know, um, Tuesday <laughs> I'm is... I'm already worn out, by the way. <laughs> oh, we just getting started. <laughs> I know. I'm like, it's, our, it's only Tuesday. Like, today's only Tuesday today. Right. Um, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm already tired. It's only Tuesday. We're just getting started. So Tuesday night is more for the music history lovers. They always have had a history with the Jimmy Rogers Festival of having like a music history night or a seminar night, a movie night type thing. So I wanted to bring that back. So, um... I meet I meet people every day at the museum. I mean, people from all over, and Supreme Court Judge um, Mississippi Judge Jim Kitchens came by one day, and I think I learned more from him than he learned from me with the museum because he started talking to me about how he represented or represented in a legal case before he was a judge. This was like back in the eighties. Um, Robert Johnson, the bluesman, Robert Johnson, Crossroads. You know, I'm talking about. Um, Um, His son, Claude Johnson, he had to prove paternity that Claude Johnson was definitely Robert Johnson's son. The case went 
wild, okay? <laughs> He's sitting there and telling me this, and I was just in awe of listening to this man for about an hour. He went on telling me about it. HBO has written a movie. It has not been put on yet because COVID happened, but um, they started writing a movie about this. I mean, it is a wild case. It lasted for, the relationship with the family lasted for about 20 years, and he was on the cover of Rolling Stone magazines. Um, he was uh, the LA Times, New this York Judge Times. Was. Yeah, all with Claude Johnson. So he's going to come and tell the story. So that's our first speaker of the evening. We also have Ben Wynn, who did a great book on Jimmy Rogers. He's going to be there signing. He's going to talk about blues music and country music of a lot of the similarities in the lyrics. So that's going to be neat. And then Greg Johnson, who is the music archives at the University of Mississippi, he's the director of the music archives, he's going to come speak. So um, I'm kind of a music nerd. So Obviously. <laughs> I'm really excited about this night. And then also Britt Goley, uh, you know, he does a Jimmy Rogers impersonation. He's going to be doing his Jimmy Rogers there for the evening too. And all that's going to be held at the Max. So it's going to be a really cool evening. Um, again, it's free. Okay. So come check it out. So Monday, Tuesday, so far, there's mm -hmm. no charge for no the, charge. the events on Monday and Tuesday exactly. night. Mm -hmm. Okay, perfect. And then that'll bring us to Wednesday. And Wednesday. Wednesday. The middle, it's really not the middle of the week, though, for the Jimmy Rogers Festival because it goes all the way until the following Sunday, right? Right. Exactly. So you're still in the very early stages of the Jimmy Rogers Festival. So, so. <laughs> Wednesday, Todd Tillman at the Temple Theater. Right. Thursday, Randy Hauser, his full band, Emily White, Locke Thornton, along with Hannah Watley. Um, they are all going to be at the Temple Theater. That's Thursday. And then that gets us to Friday. And Friday, dun, dun, dun. So Friday, we're going to have the um, Budweiser Clydesdales. Okay. And if you've ever seen pictures of Jimmy Rogers Festival back in the day, you've seen pictures of the parade. And with the parade... I mean, it was just really a big fanfare that they used to have. They used to have celebrities and all kind of people here for the parade. So we're bringing in our celebrities. That's the Budweiser Clydesdales. They're going to lead off the parade, and they're going to come downtown, make some deliveries. And um, then they're going to pick up Tristan Tritt, that's Travis's son, at the Three Foot Hotel and bring him into the gates of the festival, and we'll kick off the music for the night. So for that night, we have... Tristan Tritt, Travis's son, which is really cool because we wanted to kind of do a throwback nod to the artists that used to come here. And Travis Tritt came here twice, loved performing at the Jimmy Rogers Festival. So I think it's only right that we have his son. Is he son. still performing, Travis? <clears throat> you know what? I think so. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, I, I think he is. He was one of my favorites growing up. But I don't think he's on a tour right now. So yeah. um, so his son is doing it. And if you ever listen to him, he's really, he's really, really great. So I think that's kind of a nod to the old and the new. Um, and then we have Crawford and Power. If you have not heard these guys, they are the next up and coming um, in the South for country music. They've, they're really getting a lot of press and attention. And I'll tell you, Jimmy Rogers Festival has always had the knack of bringing I Saw Them Win talent in. You know, Garth Brooks played here two weeks before Friends in Low Places dropped. Jason Isbell, we had him a month before the Grammy. And I can say so on and so on. Elvis, I yeah. mean, he started in 1953 with a talent competition and he didn't win. He came in third. So we, we always kind of bring those up and comings. And um, Crawford and Power is definitely that. So you want to Where check them out. Where are they from? 
Don't ask me that. <laughs> I don't know. I've just listened to them, but they're really, they're really, really good. And then they're going to open up for Frank Foster, who okay. is a favorite here. Frank Foster sells out every place he performs. Um, just some good old country music. And so definitely check that out. So that's Friday, which leads us to Saturday. You ready? I'm ready. All right. Saturday, we have a lot. <laughs> Um, we talked about Vashti Jackson earlier, but he's so good, and, and he's doing a different thing for Jimmy's Jam. But So we're going to bring him and have him kick off Saturday night. So he's going to do his whole blues set. Because, you know, Jimmy Rogers Festival isn't just country. It's mm-hmm. blues. Most people don't realize Jimmy Rogers himself, a third of his music that he wrote was considered blues, blues. music. So uh, we've got to do a nod for that. So Vashti's going to open it up. And then we have a band called Parish County Line. Some people, uh, they're they're another one of those up-and-comers. They're out of Louisiana. They actually played the VIP party at the Super Bowl. So these guys aren't messing around, but they're a ton of fun. They have they write their own songs, but then they also play a lot of like your party 90s country music. Oh. So they're going to bring a party with them. And then my favorite girls, I know, I know your favorite girls, I had to bring them back for their full stage show, um, Chapel Heart. I mean, I, I'm going to be there just to see Chapel Heart's full stage show because <laughs> right. when I saw them, they were in an acoustic setting. Right. And, oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's all I can say. And I interviewed them on Grind, Grace, and Growth. They're amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I can't even explain how awesome these girls are. They're so down to earth and so hardworking and so talented. Well, we try not to do repeats, but in all fairness, they played – last year but it was a covid year you know not a lot of people came out and we had a really small festival because of it so there we just got to bring them back to put on their full stage show because they're so good yeah so and then they're going to open up for the eli young band okay and eli young band i mean they're huge everybody loves them they yeah. just put out a new song have you heard it i, I love haven't. it uh it's like break up in a bar it's a really cool well, song you know I, when i'm looking listen to radio most of the time it's the super talk right. nation <laughs> <laughs> well check them out on your spotify so uh yeah but they just got another um new hit out so that's saturday now we go to Sunday. You ready? Last day of the festival. And now, and I try to honor a lot of the traditions when I was putting the festival together. And we were just kind of thinking about what can we do to bring this back. But again, honor the old traditions. Mm-hmm. So Jimmy Rogers always had a gospel show. Now, um, and again, people don't realize Jimmy Rogers for gospel, but he's in the gospel hall of fame too I mean, for songwriting. I, any country music I consider to be somewhat gospel, even mm-hmm. Elvis. Yeah, ex- well, yeah, Elvis did a lot of that. So, and the same with Jimmy Rogers. So, we're going to honor that gospel, but I'm putting a little bit of a twist on it. It's still going to be, you know, we're going to continue the party throughout the gospel. So, uh, we're going to have it at the max, and we're having our New Orleans style gospel brunch. So, we have a 15 piece, it's, they're called the Spirit of New Orleans, 15 piece gospel choir with the full brass they're coming with the you know the the trumpets the tubas all that fun stuff and they're just gonna blow you away while you eat the best lunch you've ever had um, we have unlimited possibilities uh catering us our friend gwen and she is preparing an awesome menu um i mean it ends with bananas fosters and it's got chicken and waffles it's just gonna be really good and then also a little um we said it's a party gospel right it's new orleans you got to have that 
vibe. And plus, you had a late night Saturday. So Cathead is Cathead Vodka is one of our sponsors for it, and they're going to be supplying the Bloody Mary bar. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Sounds like it. But only 300 tickets are for sale for that. So um, we're doing limited seating, limited tickets. So make sure that you go and get that. You can purchase tickets, again, off our website, www.jimmyrogers.com. And that is our entire festival for this year. Well, that is quite a... (laughs) A rundown, I guess you could say, of of a show. So I want to know about the planning process. When did you start the planning process of the Jimmy Rogers Festival? And how many hours have you literally spent planning this? (laughs) Well, um, you know, I was I was um, given the position for the executive director in July. Okay. And so it started day one. Um, so, you know, we just kind of, I just kind of started then. Um, and, and a lot of planning has gone into it with not just me. You know, the great thing about Jimmy Rogers Foundation, and when I say foundation, that includes the festival and the museum. Um, the festival started in 1953. The museum opened in 1976. And for all of those years, it has been volunteered and board ran. That's amazing for a foundation to be, you know, 69 years old, still going on, and it's been completely run by volunteers. So there are so many people out there that have put their heart and soul into this project. So by anyways, it's not just me. It's the people of the past. It's the people right now that are working. Um future leaders for this foundation. Um, And this foundation is so important to Meridian. And not just Meridian, but Mississippi. I mean, I like to think of the Jimmy Rogers Foundation Festival and Museum as kind of our crowning jewel for Meridian. Um, It's a a big, we have bragging rights here. You know, whether you realize it or not, we've got huge bragging rights. And you go to other museums like the B.B. King Museum, um, you know, the Elvis Museum in Tupelo, Man, we've got the father of country music right here in Meridian. So, you know, it's kind of like I think of this triangle in Mississippi uh, of those museums. And also we can put a nod in there to Robert Johnson at the crossroads. But we've got something special here in Mississippi and especially Meridian. So um, when you talk about planning process, again, it's not just me. It's it's all of those people that have worked on it. So it just kind of comes together because of the, of the love of it um, and the love for it. So I'm, I'm just honored to help spearhead that right now. Um, and so, yeah, that's, so I have, we work constantly on it. But what I'll tell you that I've been bringing to the foundation that's kind of new for it is, first off, I wanted to reinvigorate our community and get that spirit going of what this is and what it can be. Um, and I think we've done that. People are excited again. You know, they say, oh, my gosh, it's it's back. So that's a good thing. But it's not just back with the festival. We've done a lot of changes with the foundation. So if you haven't been to the new museum, we've moved. And um, uh, we have moved. And so we're at 1200 22nd Avenue, that big, old, gorgeous house. People know it as the Hollybrook House. We're there. And that's got a great history, too. That building was built in 1905. And visitors in the museum, they're like, well, did Jimmy come here? I said, no, he never lived here. But it was built in 1905. He lived here his life, you know, and passed away in 1933. So he probably walked down this sidewalk, you know, but it kind of goes hand in hand. It looks like everything belongs in there. It's a beautiful building. And um, so we have that, but we've also added a education department to it. 
And so with that, you know, education and kind of music arts is one of my first loves. Um, I've been on the Mississippi Arts Commission roster, teaching artist roster for years. And so I wanted to bring that into it. So we've been working with different educators. Um, so now we have some free lesson plans up on our website. And we are, we're hoping to add. And now that COVID is finally over, hopefully the schools are open ne- next year. And we're going to get those schools tours going again, which will be fun. Um, but the free lesson plans are up on the website that can integrate with music and curriculum. So go check those out if you're an educator, a homeschooler, or a student yourself. And um, so that's going on. And then we've also added some different activities, just some different community activities. Uh, You may have seen the 9 for 9 campaign that we have going on. And what that is is $9 for number 9, and number 9 is a nod to Blue Yodeler number 9, which was Jimmy Rogers' pretty much his most famous song. Um, Louis Armstrong actually played on that song. So really, Jimmy Rogers was one of the first music integrationists because you didn't really have a lot of that. Mm-mm. So Jimmy, um, Louis Armstrong and his wife Lil played on the number nine. So if you're kind of wondering what that means, that's it. So the nine for nine campaign, and that's to fund community fund. It's we're not asking companies. We're asking citizens that love this community and love Jimmy Rogers to help us fund the mural on the back of the Vice Building. And it's a three-story mural that we are painting um, with Jimmy Rogers on it. So that's cool. And gosh, I'm, I'm, I have a lot to say. <laughs> hey, so I, I told going. you, I was like, we have plenty of time. <laughs> but, and um, just talk about all the wonderful things that you know, Jimmy Rogers is bringing. We're bringing diversity between all the different types of music and gospel. And um, tell me, where are people traveling from? Have you heard where oh, people are traveling from just to come to Meridian to be a part of this? Yeah. So, um, you know, when I, again, first taking over and getting the museum going and back again, um, because we were closed down for, during COVID and then we moved. And so with our museum base, I never realized this until actually being in there. And I thought it was just a lot of Meridian people or maybe Laurel people coming in. Uh Uh-uh, not at all. Um, So the first thing I have people do is when they come in is sign our guest book and put where you're from because that's where our tourism dollars come in hand. And we have people from New Jersey, California, Florida. I mean, no one is from Meridian. (laughs) No one is from Mississippi that comes in there. And it's wild. So people say like, oh, I was driving down to New Orleans and I had to stop here first. Or... Or, you know, I was visiting so-and-so in Alabama, but I had to drive three hours to come see this because it's just so special to everyone. I mean, I've had people come in and they cry when they, you because it either reminds them of their father or their grandparents. Um, but there's that hard associated history with our visitors, and they're very passionate about it. So, again, that being our jewel there. But people come from all over. And for the festival... Same thing. We have people coming from all over the South. We're promoting it regionally, South regionally. So we hope to have a big draw and a huge economic impact for the city of Meridian for that week. Um, so, I mean, we're, do, we're, gonna have, we're gonna be publishing our economic impact study at the end of this. And, and I hope to see at least a million brought into the city for it. I know the hotels are gonna be packed. They right. already are. And the restaurants. Um, the and restaurants and the businesses. You'll have people everywhere for it. So just, you see somebody coming into town or you see, um, someone coming in for the festival, just give them a big thank you. What can I help you with, you know? So we're excited about that. And then also back to the mural. I never finished this. This is really cool. Um, The mural, just for Mississippi, it's going to be the first augmented reality mural 
in the state. So that right. means... So define, <laughs> define what augmented reality means. So that means I could take my, my phone and I have a little app. And we're going to have those details for you where you can download the app. And you could hold it up to the mural and Jimmy Rogers will start moving. The mural will start moving. Um, we'll have all kinds of little fun pieces of history. We can write different things on it. So it'll be ever-changing, too. Um, but not only in the mural like that, you have to get, we're going to have our concert, our festival T-shirts. And we only have a limited number of these. But you can do the same thing to the T-shirt. And it will do it. I ordered mine, right? I believe I did. No. You, you asked me about if I oh. wanted one. <laughs> okay, yes, you did. <laughs> I'm like, I want the Razorback. Are, are yep. you doing yes. the Razorback? Yeah, we're so. doing the Razorbacks and the T-shirts. But you could hold the, your, the same app up to the T-shirt, and your body won't start moving, but the mural will. <laughs> so it's going to be really cool. I mean, we're just, we're just trying to do some new outside-of-the-box things. Um, I think that's really neat. I've never yeah. heard of that. Yeah, yeah. Like, nobody has. That's why nobody. it's first in Mississippi, so we're really so proud about that. How, like... How do you even do that? Um, It's like magical. (laughs) Well, that's where uh, all the artists and Daniel Etheridge come into play. You know, Daniel is a great artist, but he's also um, a computer minded. And so he kind of put that aspect of it together. But it's the Meridian Museum of Art. They're a group of mural artists that are going to come and make all of this happen for us. And they've painted so many other murals around downtown as well. So I guess as part of like the downtown beautification project, Mm -hmm. um, we have so many wonderful things going on in downtown Meridian. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, as far as you know, making our city prettier, I would definitely mm-hmm. say I'm very proud to, you know, be a, a part of the downtown community mm-hmm. myself and super talk to be a part of the downtown community. Yeah. Um, you know, you can definitely get fat here, you know, <laughs> having a, all these great restaurants on every corner and. Um, but you make yourself walk to them, so maybe not too fat. You can I count do, those steps. but then you're broke too, because <laughs> then you have to go in all these stores and all these mm-hmm. cute clothes, and you're like, oh my gosh, yep. you know. I mean, and actually, um, Leslie, speaking of diversity, so I have found a gem of a restaurant in downtown Meridian. What's that? The V Lounge. I haven't been there yet. Oh my gosh, we ordered wings from there and uh-huh. burgers this weekend. Was it good? Amazing, mm. unlike anything I've ever experienced. See, I want to go, but I have that. I'm, I'm a vegetarian, so oh. I don't get to go do all the fun stuff. But I heard it's a great place to go have well, fun. I'm not a vegetarian, <laughs> obviously, because I love burgers. I mean, everyone knows I eat like crap. So, um, <laughs> burgers, pizza, and wings are my favorite food group, and bacon. So, um, <laughs> but anyway, so um, let's speak. Since we're talking about food, and we're about to run out of time, to be honest uh-huh. about, um, are we going to have food trucks? What type of food are we going to be having at the Jimmy Rogers Festival? Yeah, well, uh, we are taking applications now. Um, we're about to cut it off this week, but uh, we have a couple different. We'll have about three different food vendors. Okay. So, um, you know, good food. But, hey, I'm going to add one more thing that we're doing, too, for sure. the foundation. So if we have time, um, talking about losing weight and doing all that, don't forget we put on the Jimmy Rogers um, Singing Brakeman Century Ride, which we have coming yes. November 5th. That's the 100-mile bike ride. We go visit Marty Stewart in Philadelphia and then come back here. So they do have shorter routes, though. Yeah, we do. We if do. If you don't want to ride 100 miles. <laughs> but right now you have seven months to get in shape to ready to do it. So we'll have, and all of that sign up after the festival. I said, guys, give me till after the festival. So that will open up June 1st, that registration. So check out for that. 
Well, I'm going to see how I do on this weekend's state of Mississippi state games time trial bike ride before I'm I go sign up with you. Are you riding it? I am riding awesome. it with you. Awesome. Um, I was signed up against my will. <laughs> I haven't been on a bike in a year, but it's, it's been since August. It's been since August. I mean, I've done my spin bike, but okay. I haven't. So I'm going to get behind you and I'm going to run in your, I mean, your... you know, you may not want to get behind me. I'm notorious for falling off my bike. <laughs> oh really? I've never fallen. That's, so. but I've never ridden on the road either. Well, <laughs> I only ride parking lots. <laughs> so I'm terrified this should be interesting <laughs> so well you guys if you have not signed up for if you want to come ride bikes this weekend with leslie and i at the state of mississippi time trials go to state games of mississippi or time to run to sign up and then also go to jimmy rogers festival.com jimmy rogers.com jimmy rogers.com mm-hmm. to you know, look at everything that Leslie just talked about. I'm so excited. It's going to be awesome. Thank you for coming on the show Thank today. You. And um, we'll see y'all soon. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye.